Hello, thank you for joining us today for the Harvest Time Church weekly podcast. As you listen today, we pray that you are richly blessed and that the message would guide you deeper into your walk with Jesus and help you to advance his kingdom here on earth. Have a blessed day. Hello. Good morning, everybody. I am not Pastor Noe. If, if, uh, if, you're, if you're new here, first time or whatever, and you're saying, who is this hippie standing on the stage? Uh, I am not Pastor Noe. I am Morgan. Um, my wife is, is Jessica, if you guys haven't. If, anyway, she's this lovely keyboard player right here. Uh, you guys don't have a clue uh, as to how bad God wanted to talk to somebody this morning. Because um, I was not supposed to speak today. I'm not uh, speaking on topic that Pastor Noe is in series with. Uh, I'm sharing something that hopefully is uh, extremely encouraging. Uh, it was to me when I, um, when I first, when it first, I don't know, when God first showed it to me. And so, I, man, I'm, I'm really excited. I was, uh, I was not excited Friday night at 10 o'clock when I found out that I was going to be preaching this morning. <laughs> Because uh, one of one of my one of my uh, duties as associate pastor is to always have a sermon in the pocket ready to go, and uh, I've always had an idea of a sermon in my pocket ready to go, but uh, putting it down and fleshing it all out—that's that's a completely different thing. And uh, surprise, surprise, here we go. I. Uh, I'm serious, man. God is really moving this morning, and um, just hearing just hearing the word that came from Christina and then, and then Brother Jim, you you shared on on the same lines real quick, and it was man, it's gonna be good. All right, so I uh, we're gonna talk about the Joshua tree. Anybody ever seen this Joshua tree? You may have seen it. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna l- reveal a little bit about myself. Uh, my favorite band of all time, all time favorite band, is a band from Ireland called U2. Um, they are much older than me, and I probably should not even know about them. No, I'm just joking. I'm not that young. Uh, I'm almost that old. Um, but anyway, it's these guys right here, and that is the Joshua Tree. This is off their Joshua Tree album. Uh, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a geek uh, when it comes to these guys. There, the Edge is the guy with the uh, hat. There, he his guitar playing and style, his influence. They're, the band, them as a band, their style of playing, their, their music style of rock that they do, has completely influenced uh, the if you want to call it a genre of praise and worship. You cannot you can, there would not be the type of worship that we have today. The sound of it. 
with the big delay and the heavy guitar, you know, the big heavy delays and reverb and echoing stuff. Would not have that without this guy right here. He pretty much invented it. Uh, Bono is the lead singer. He's the guy in the white uh, tank top there. Sorry, he's not clothed very well for church this morning. But uh, these guys are rock band. And uh, I, I was reading something, and uh, I've, I've watched a few documentaries, and then I was reading something that reminded me of this. Kind of what we're going to talk about today is, is not actually has, it has very little to do with this band. But uh, the story that I'm fixing to share, it does. It has to do with Bono and him going through something. Um, there's, there's some connection. There's some, there's something that we can apply to our lives that, that is a, from characteristics of this Joshua tree, of the actual tree, not the album. Um, but Bono in, in, in the early days, U2 was a, a band. They were, they were just gaining momentum. Uh, they, they were just getting popular and, uh, Bono experienced a profound loss that was, it, it, sh it really shook him to his core uh, of everything that he knew and believed. Uh, his mother passed away. And um, they were very close. And um, it, actually, it, it actually cast a shadow on, on their trajectory of where they were going to be uh, because it, it, it wrecked him completely. Um, but he, but he took some time and he, and he really, he got, he got really deep and really reflected inward and reflected not just inward upon himself, but inward at the God that was in him. See, uh, these guys are, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're believers and, um, It was during this time that, that Bono, that, that God really began to move in him and begin, began to give him, uh, he kind of changed their, their style, his style of writing and, and the, the things that he wrote about. And in, in, in the middle of all this grief and uncertainty, Bono completely turned to his, to his faith, to his Christian faith and uh, the spiritual themes that would later become hallmarks of U2's music became the strength for him in that moment. In the midst of sorrow, uh, he found solace in prayer and reflection, seeking guidance and purpose beyond the realm of fame. As U2's popularity soared, so did Bono's commitment to using his platform for positive change. He's a, um, he's a, he's, he does a lot of things. Uh, His change reflected a transformation from personal uh, adversity to a broader purpose-driven, uh, and I, I would even add a divine purpose-driven uh, life. His, his story is a power, um, is, is, a, is a testament to the power of transformation that, that God brings in somebody's life. So, 
what does that have to do with a Joshua tree? So glad you asked. To tell you that, I have to tell you a little bit about the Joshua tree. Uh, and also, if you're noticing a theme here, uh, the last time I spoke was also uh, about the Mojave Desert. Uh, I don't know what it is. Just whenever I start uh, reading about just the things that, that, that God has created, I just I get inspired. And, um, and I'm able to, just some reason, <clears throat> I just connect very easily with that, and, and God just begins to, sh- excuse me, show me things. So, uh, where are Joshua trees at? Well, first of all, they're not even actually a tree. They're more of a, they're, they're an agave. They're in the agave family, which is crazy because it looks like a tree, not a cactus. Uh, but they're located uh, in where the Mojave Desert and the Colorado Desert meet. Um, there's a, there's a na- national forest there. Uh, it was recognized by the native people for its useful properties. Tough leaves were they used for baskets and shoes. Uh, uh, they ate their uh, flower buds and their seeds. Uh, in the mid-19th century, homesteaders came, and uh, as there were uh, some, some religious homesteaders came through, and they said, they, they said it looked like Joshua raising his hands um, in the middle of a battle. And so the legend goes... That that is how it got his name, but there's no actual proof of that. Um, <laughs> the uh, the miners would actually take take the trunks of these uh, of these trees and uh, use them for coal and uh, fuel and stuff. And uh, so the Joshua's tree life cycle takes there's it's a, uh, they don't grow very fast, but from, from germination, they, they, it, in, in the first five years, they grow pretty quickly. Uh, it takes a lot of well-timed rains, uh, and actually some, some, it actually needs a hard freeze every, also. Um, the tallest trees in the park are over 40 feet tall, and, uh, that's pretty interesting. And they, but so, so there's not being a tree, an actual tree, there's no tree rings. So they have to, they, there's a way that they can estimate how old it is by some, how, I don't know, there's math involved. I'm not a math guy. Really? Uh, I can do math, but I'm not a math guy. Uh, but anyway, there's a way they do it. Um, what else y'all got? What else? Let's see. There's some really great stuff in here. Uh, oh, here's the cool part. So, some of the researchers think, uh, because, because they can't count rings, right, they, they estimate that most of the trees are, uh, they can live for about 150 years. But because of, there's other researchers that say, some of them were 500 and even 1,000 years old. So that is pretty amazing. 1,000 years? The, uh, 
the, the Joshua tree is an important part of the Mojave Desert there. It, it provides, um, as it grows, uh, it, it provides habitat for different animals and insects. The, the, uh, the uh, yucca moth, I think yucca or yucca, I think it's yucca. We'll call it yucca. How about that? Uh, the yucca moth actually uh, lays its eggs inside the flowers and uh, its larvae eat the seeds but it also, uh, the moth also uh, pollinates the tree as well. There's, uh, the, the tree is also home to uh, the oriole, which is a, the little black and yellow bird, not the baseball team. And uh, the, um, there's a lot of great stuff in here. I don't want to bore you guys with a lot of this stuff, but. Some of it's pretty important. Anyway, the these the trees and the, and the forests themselves they they really tell a story of resilience and um, adaptability and growth in the middle of adversity. So, um, it, it, the tree. It, for me, when I was when I was learning about this tree, it it, it kind of was a symbol symbolic uh, representation of of the of a Christian's journey and, and their life and uh, and the things that we go through. It emph- it emphasizes the capacity to stand firm, provide shelter for others around us, um, and to flourish spiritually in the middle of life, big life. The resilience and adversity, um, <clears throat> desert life is rough for every living thing, and, and the, the Joshua tree is, is no uh, exception to the dry climates, the scorching heat, and the, uh, the freezing winters. Um, they depend on just the perfect conditions to survive, too. It's, it's like they have to, the trees have to have well-timed rains, and they have to have uh, a hard freeze in the winter. And this freeze, a lot of times, it'll damage the branches. Uh, so if you're like me, you've been through a desert or two. It maybe had some, some hot moments, some, uh, some scorching heat that you've had to deal with. You've, you've had to deal with some pretty cold times, some frozen life moments. Maybe you're there now and you're thirsty and, and worn out from, from fighting the scorching heat and or maybe you're, you're like the Joshua tree, and you've been damaged by the, uh, by the freezing temperatures, right? But there is hope for you today. James, James 1.12 says, uh, Blessed is the one who, who preserves, who perseveres, sorry. Blessed is the one who perseveres under, the tri- under trials, because having stood the test, that person will receive a crown of life, that the Lord has promised those who love him. So hold fast, my friend. Don't give up in the middle of whatever we're going through. It's a, life can be pretty tough sometimes, right? Here's here's what, here's what caught my attention when I was reading this thing. This is like this thing that jumped out and really put me on this path of, of this is uh, those researchers that, that, that said that it needs the uh, a hard freeze are the same researchers that, that said that 
the reason they need those hard freezes is because uh, when, when the cold weather freezes the ends of those branches, it actually causes, uh, it causes it to bud there. So the tree will bud, and that's where it grows from. So there's, that's the only way it gets branches, actually. James 1, 3, and 4 says, Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and not lacking anything. And God has it planned out. He knows that He knows that, uh, that the enemy comes at us, right? He knows that sometimes it's just life. It's like the enemy's not attacking, it's just life. <laughs> and life gets pretty hard sometimes, you know? And uh, but man, without those harsh conditions and sometimes the, the little pain and the damage that, that comes at us that we have to deal with in life, sometimes we have to have that in order. It pushes us to grow, causes us to, to become, to fulfill what, we've, what God's called us to be. And, but as, as you'll notice, sometimes as you look across, uh, Sam, go to that, uh, go to the title screen real quick. I think there's one in there. Sometimes you'll notice when you look at it, when you look at the forest, there's, you might not be able to see it, but it's right in the middle. There's one or two trees that just go straight up and then they have a bud on the top of it. Those trees have never they have never faced adversity. They've only grown straight up because they only branch. They only branch when they have the hard freeze. With just rainwater, they go straight up. They'll be just a straight pole. Some of them, those 40-foot ones, they just kind of tilt over. But, they're, but they have to have, it's a necessity. It's a necessity for them to grow. And as they grow, they provide shelter and sustenance for, for uh for all these little uh, creatures, like I said earlier, the, the yucca moth, the, um, uh, the oriole, the wood rat, and the lizards that hunt for insects. All of those things rely on this tree for, for shade and for shelter and for food. And because the tree has, has been through the harsh yet uh, necessary weather condition, it blooms and gives, it gives the moth shade. It gives them a home. It, gives every, it, it provides a shelter. Like, almost like when we, when we grow in adversity and, and God reveals t- stuff to us as we're growing, he equips us to do what? He, he equips us to, to be that shelter for, for those that are hurting around us. It's not just a, like, I'm going through this, I'm learning because I'm going through this. It's, it's I'm growing because I'm going through this. And I can use that. We'll be able to use that to provide help to others that maybe don't know Christ.
And if we, if we would just meditate on Christ when, when we're do, going through stuff, it would bring our focus and our attention to that. Instead of, it, when we're standing in front of something, when we're standing in front of a bad situation, and we're looking at this bad situation, that's all we can see. But if we, if we, if we put our focus on Jesus and, and we step away, that, that thing gets smaller and smaller. And we recognize it for what it is. But those who delight in the law of the Lord and who meditates on this law day and night, that person is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. When Jesus, asked, when, when Jesus was asked which, which of these commandments was the greatest, he said, love God and love people. Praise God. Praise be to God and our Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father, Father of compassion, the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. If we're going through hard times, when we go through, let me say that, if when we go through hard times, if we'll just focus on Jesus, right? Delight in him, delight in loving him and loving those around us, meditating on his word, we'll make it through and, be, and become a place of shelter for refuge, shelter and refuge for the hurting world around us. This is, I think, um, <laughs> I'm flying through this way faster than I wanted to, guys. Y'all might even make the breakfast at McDonald's. I'm just kidding. Hey, I, I love I love everything about about this, um, but this this part is really this next part is really the it's my jam. Uh, this this. This tree, this plant, this thing, it regenerates without seed. It's called vegetative regeneration. The Joshua tree is capable of this. So what that means is uh, if a branch falls off from flood, from wind, from somebody cutting it off, this thing will bud and begin to grow, and it causes it uh, to, it regenerates faster that way than it would with a seed. So even, even, in, uh, even in destruction, God has given a way to regenerate ourselves and continue for generations to come. Do you understand what I'm saying there? This one tree is not creating a new tree with a seed. 
itself is regenerating from a piece of itself that begins to grow and creates a second tree, but it's not a different tree. It's the same tree. Let, let, me, uh, let me show you this. God gave Abraham a promise. He said uh, in Genesis 17, he says, he said that I'll establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for generations to come to be your, to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. Guys, as we go through as we go through life and endure trials and tribulations, whether it be from enemies, attacks, or just life, God in his divine faithfulness has provided us a way to keep moving forward and growing, living, and reproducing what he's already given us. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations There's a, there, there's something about, uh, there's something really, like for me, it's really heavy because I know that, that I felt like I was knocked down and out before and I've gone through life and dealt with some serious stuff and when I recognize, when I recognize that it's not over it's 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 so encouraging like just to see like i'm telling you i don't know if i'm painting a great picture this morning or not but i'll tell you what this tree has like i received some revelation some like fresh revelation with this just hearing about this crazy looking tree that's not even a tree There's a, a guy that wrote a poem. His name is um, Douglas uh, Malick. It's called Good Timber. All right. I'm going to read it to you. The tree that never had to fight for sun and sky and air and light, but stood out in the open plain and always got its share of rain, never came, never became a forest king, but lived and died a scrubby thing. The man who never had to toil to gain and farm his patch of soil, who never had to win his share of sun and sky and light and air, never became a manly man, but lived and died as he began. Good timber does not grow with ease. The stronger wind, the stronger trees. The further sky, the greater length. The more the storm, the more the strength. By sun and cold, by rain and snow, in trees and men, good timbers grow. Where the thickest lies in the forest growth, we find the patriarchs of both. And they hold counsel with the stars, whose broken branches show the scars of many winds and much of strife. This is the common law of life. And as I close, I'm going to close. I know I know, I hadn't been going very long, but I'm going to close because I feel like God wants to do something in the room. I just want to leave you one quick little thought. 
even if we've been well planted and our roots grow deep and we're growing taller and taller without some damage, we will never grow to our God-given potential and destiny. We're not to be, we're not meant to be a some random pole standing in the middle of this of a desert. We're meant to be life-giving shade, life-giving, shade-providing sanctuary to the desert world around us. Here's the, here's the best part. Even if trials have seemed to have destroyed me, Life will still, listen, <laughs> even if trials may seem to have destroyed me, life will still come forth through the damage, the rubble, and the ashes. God's destiny cannot be stopped in your life. If we we'll recognize the damage for what it is, it's growth. It's, it's just the uncomfortable growth. And in the event, in the event that the trials, damage and destruction happen in life, Jesus has provided the way for us to carry on, pick up the pieces and continue growing. grace through his sacrifice. Even if I'm utterly destroyed, completely destroyed, my life continues in the next generation. The blessing goes to the next generation. And it continues for a thousand generations. take this pain and, and we take, take whatever life has given us and we'll go through it and we'll use it and we'll grow from it. We'll regenerate in the next person. We build ourselves in the next person. We equip the next person. We're discipling, Don. Regenerating. encouraged knowing that your legacy is going to go on for a thousand years a thousand generations not even a thousand, a thousand generations it's way more than a thousand years Jimmy Don a thousand generations man 
Can we can we have the uh, prayer team go? Hey, I I got eight minutes. I I don't want to just I don't want to just say hey we'll see y'all next week. like everybody to to stand and uh, I don't want you to feel pointed out like if, if you want to come up and like maybe you're going through whatever whatever trials in life maybe you're dealing with some hard stuff I don't want you to feel pointed out like if you just come up here so which you shouldn't feel like that because we're all here for each other right we're providing shade and shelter for it right man I'd like for everybody to come forward if we can just give me five minutes, five minutes of your day. If you just give me five minutes, I feel like God will do something. God, he wants to do something in your life. It doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out thing. Just come forward and just, just give whatever you got. Just lay it at his feet. Jessica's just going to lead some worship. to an emergency room at a hospital, you go for one purpose, right? To get help. This is an emergency room. Three pastors have stood before you begging you to get help. This is an emergency room. And today is the day of your salvation. Today is a day of deliverance. Don't stand back there and just think, well, this is just an invitation. It's not. This is an emergency room, and all the doctors are here ready to help. So come and get set free today. Today is the day.
just said you're don't you're holding on somebody's holding on to something right and I want to let you guys go that's why God is saying no not yet here's the thing about holding on to the to those, to the scars and the the, the brokenness and and the, and the and the stuff that you're dealing with. Here's the thing about holding on to that: you can't. The the for the Joshua tree to to regenerate vegetative vegetatively, the branch has to fall off. the The tree has to let go of the main tree in order to to grow from let's say from the ashes, right? In order to grow from the pain, in order to grow from, from what, what you feel like destroyed you, you have to let it go to regrow. Does that make sense? Come on, I'm just... Just give it to God this morning. poles standing in the room this morning. We're all Joshua trees here this morning, okay? We're going to provide shelter for the person that's next to us. Hands out of pockets and hands on shoulders. I want you to pray for your neighbor. I don't care who your neighbor is. I don't care if you don't know him. Begin to speak life into them. I don't care if they're going through something or not. Begin to speak life to them because that's prophesying into life. Because we all go through something.
as good a closing prayer as any. Guys, God wants to do something in your life that you've never experienced before. This is a new year. This is a new opportunity. I mean, I know the whole new year thing gets cliche a lot of times, but this is, let's start fresh. Let's leave the old damaged stuff behind, you know? Just you know, when you when you've been outside and and you've, you your feet are all muddy, when you come into the house, you, you you shake it off. Sometimes you even throw the old shoes out. I'm saying, get rid of the stuff. Make up in your mind that this is the year that I'm going to lay it all down. I'm going to lay it all down. Thank you guys for responding this morning. I want to encourage you, like, throughout the week, like Pastor Jim said, Brother Jim said, leave a piece of yourself everywhere you go. Peace fall off of you everywhere you go. Regenerate, regenerate yourself everywhere you go. I'm going to dismiss you guys. Brother, Brother Jim's already prayed, so... I'm going to dismiss you. Hey, if there's somebody around you praying still, please be respectful or, or put your hands on them and pray with them. Um, I love you guys. We'll see you next week. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've been encouraged and empowered. If you'd like to know more about our family, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash HTC Bay City or find us on the web at harvesttimebaycity.com.